has an incredible eye, don't you think? Yeah, and a killer left hook. <laughs> I've known her since we were kids. School? No, her mom worked with my dad sometimes, so we ended up being out a lot. You know, I was there when she got her first camera. That's interesting. So, um... It was a Nikon F5. She must have burned through 50 rolls of film in the first week. I mean, that was before everything went digital, of course. I still prefer analog myself. I mean, a pixel's a pixel, right? And who doesn't like the ability to fabricate a chromoschematic? I mean, that's... Paul. Excuse me. Hello, all of you wonderful people out there. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. And my name is Chuck. I'm still dying. Anyways, two weeks back to back, whatever. Listen, we're going to be discussing the eighth episode of Titans Tonight titled Donna Troy. Um, So the last time you and I talked about uh, Titans, we uh, both went on kind of a rant about the way that that episode ended. And for whatever reason, those same... that. Uh, fragments of that same brand is kind of going to bleed over into this episode because I have similar problems with the way that this began. Uh, Last week, we saw Dick, and he decided that despite being drugged up with a whole bunch of who knows what running through his system, he was going to wake up from what he should have been chemically comatose, and he was just going to very easily handle... 12 or 13 people in, in an alley, or I'm sorry, in a corridor, relatively easy, and then blow up a building. And we continue with somewhat of that theme now because this episode opens up, everybody's okay, and we find out that Dick and Corey had another amazing night together. There's no way, there's zero, zero way that Dick Grayson is able to perform for Corey in the state that he's in. So we saw him take out, he took out guards, which is my first problem. Then my other problem was he he dropped the the Robin uh, moniker because of violent reasons, but he still wanted Corey to blow up the building. And then he goes home and I'm supposed to believe that he immediately gets into bed with this woman. He should be comatose. For, I'm, and, I, and I try. I want to try to keep it really clean, but in this, I can't right now. There's no way that it functions. It nope. it's not happening at all. Nothing is going on. It's not going to move. Not a tickle. Nothing. It, he's it's it's over. It's over. He's done for the night. He's not. Nothing is happening. Night. Night. <laughs> okay. I'm going to disagree with you on this real quick. I'm going to disagree with you on this real quick. <laughs> It's not happening for the night. He got chemically comatose. He's yes. not doing anything for a week. Probably a, not. A solid week. Probably He's not. Out. Probably not. I'm sorry. If we go, if we go back a few episodes and we see Hawk shoot up whatever in his leg, and then he tries to let's get it on. Yes. With Joe, yes, and he can't. He couldn't. He's, he couldn't do it. He's, he wasn't even knocked out. He was just pain meds. Whatever, yes, but, whatever he was on, yes. But, but here, but here, but and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on with this too because before we fully get into the episode, when we left last week, okay, not yeah. only could Dick do, not only, not only could, not only, not only, not only, <laughs> everything you just said. There's a lot but, wrong with this situation here. 
And 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 I'm not. And I'm, for for first of all, I'm picking on I'm picking on Mr. Grayson because it's absolutely impossible for him to do what he did with the guards. It's even more impossible for him to be in bed with Corey. And another thing, to your point, something that I didn't even think about, we also introduced to this character named Angela, who was in you know psychological confinement, solitary confinement for at minimum five years with. I'm not. I'm not gonna guess about like human interact. I'm gonna guess human interaction was limited, and she was also probably being drugged up. She snaps out of her, whatever, very easily, very very easily, and she's able to enjoy the sunrise with her daughter for the first time in over five years. What? She hasn't seen sunlight in over five. No. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, she <laughs> says that. That is a line here. I forgot how beautiful the sunrise was. Being locked up makes you forget how beautiful things are. What? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I have a real... Uh, yeah. Yes. So, 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 yeah. So, overall, this episode was fine overall. It was fine. It was fine it for was, what it was. Some twists and turns to it. You know, I, I will say this. We're, I love the way heavy. this episode ended. So do I. Yes. We're, 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 we're getting heavy hitting on Justice League. You know, introducing. We've had Batman. <laughs> we're talking about Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. Diana. <laughs> Donna. Really? Uh-huh. You couldn't. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's just talk about this character name for a second. We get introduced to a character named Donna, who is a sidekick of Diana. Can you be a little bit more original with Daughter. what you with what, what you name she some of these characters? She claims to be her daughter. It really? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So, so on top, of, so all that's fine. Justice League will, will be, will, we're gonna be hitting. Ju- <laughs> yeah, sure. They need, they need to introduce Cyborg before they introduce anybody else in. I agree with in this. this in this universe, I agree with this. So, with that being said, you're right, Angela. Ho, 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 Angela. Okay, Angela, Angela, Angela. You have been. <laughs> drugged up for years Mm -hmm. you've been locked up in a dark cell for minimum five years five years you have been kept from your daughter you have been kept kept you they haven't let you talk to a single human being aside from themselves for minimum five years yep you function fine you uh, uh, apparently apparently two things needed to happen for her to snap out of this the first one see the tattoo on her daughter's back great you're my daughter I can walk away now. Second, doctor's orders, a good night's sleep. A good night's sleep. She wakes up, and she is completely refreshed. She can enjoy the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Come on over, Gar. I can, uh, let me tell you, I haven't I haven't had human interaction for years, but I can tell you like my daughter. Really? Really? Really, really, really? <clears throat> like, you can't, no. No, 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 no. Like, no. Oh, oh, this. 
Like, if they're going to do this, like, I get you want to see this connection happen. What would change this whole thing is a little tag on the bottom of the screen that says four weeks later. Sure. Fine. Sure. Fine. Fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> would have solved everything. Probably. But all I know is this is the next morning. This lady who has not seen her daughter since birth is they are connecting like there is like they met like they've known each other this whole time. She can tell that this boy likes her daughter. She can read human emotion because she's been around it for the last no. Not at no, all. No, 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 no. Like no, no. Nope. This I'm I'm sorry. Like uh, when no, they it's do perfectly like fine. This, when they do stuff like this, this is the stuff that irritates when they because it's a superhero or a comic book show, it's a common trope that these things happen. They just go, okay, boom. Like it's fine. Yeah. I hate no, it. Though. No, I, I, I hate, hate it too. It. I hate I, it. I, listen, I will buy it if it's the hero with special abilities. If you're from a different world, if you're a mutant, if you fell into a vat of acid, I will buy this, like, this, the like, psychological switches on and off like that. Perfect. If it's just a person, a regular schmegular woman, absolutely not. Absolutely There's, not. <laughs> aside from giving birth, and we know that because because Rachel asks her at some point in the show, do you where where does this come from? And she goes, your father's your dad, side. So we know that side. she has she has nothing. She has nothing regular. going on. She's not special. Zero. She's not super powerful or whatever. Nothing. She is just a regular woman who was in solitary for five years, and she's fine. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, I can't. I can't. It's so bad. It's do like when the people are writing these things and they go. So she's been locked up. And they go through the whole thing, and the next day, we'll just make her okay. How? We just want. We won't address it. A good night's sleep. Well, they. It's sunny. It is sunny. It's a bright sunny morning. She's fine. We can't we can't ruin the sunrise because of reasons. No, the sun. No, <laughs> this lady would have a hard time. I'm sorry. First time looking out that window, she would be blinded. She'd have a hard time looking out the window because she hasn't yeah. seen sunlight in over five years. She yeah. would be shielding her eyes because it would be hurting her eyes. Probably. Probably. What are we doing here? Probably. You're probably right. You're probably right. She's in a I, yeah. I I, I have there's is, no though? defense. You know what it is. You know what it is though is what what woke what hmm. what woke up Grayson love love the love of a, like daughterly love towards him. You know whatever. What 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 brought Angela back around love. <laughs> yeah. So I made this joke. I made this joke in the last episode. I'll make it again. Neo wasn't allowed to die because Trinity loved him. <laughs> Trinity wasn't allowed to die because 
Neil Lobner. Wow. And in the third movie, this is in the third movie. This is it is ridiculous the way that some of these things like just you're right though. Like I I really do wonder if people who are sitting around in writing rooms think about this kind of thing before they actually go ahead and do it. There's what zero. I don't get is when the, what I don't get is when there's other things that happen and they do all of this research to make it look realistic. And then something like, like something like this happens, and you're like, all that research you did for this one scene. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll go back into it for a little bit. The Last of Us, hundred million dollar TV show. They have ten million dollars per episode. Ten million minimum. Ten yes. million dollars because it's nine episodes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, hundred million dollars. So they have eleven million dollars per episode. Sure. We want to make this as close as possible. <clears throat> so what are we gonna do? We're gonna cut out major scenes from the game so that we can spend the money on a real life giraffe that everybody thought was CG in the first place. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you did all this research. For what it doesn't line up with the rest of the story when you're when you're when you're when you're doing the storyline and you forget to make this part be as realistic as the rest of it to a degree it one bad apple spoils the whole bunch this puts a these things put bad tastes into people's mouths agreed granted it's one or two things here and there it's not like it's a marvel disney plus thing where it's all over the place but it still puts a bad taste in your mouth and you walk away going, ugh. Agreed. Agreed. And it's so, not that's my it's, rant. It's not okay, so when they when when things like this happen, it completely takes you out of the element of the show. I'm gonna actually reference another show. I'm gonna reference a little show that maybe a lot of people know about. It was called Lost. I was a really big fan of Lost while it was running. And one of the biggest problems I had with that show is why is everybody on this island so pretty? <laughs> why is why are these main characters clean shaven? Why do the women not have a hair out of place? How are they not dirty? All of these characters are glistening. No. It completely takes you out of the story because they're all gorgeous. I have the same problem there. But the one thing that Lost did do well is eventually they do come across a character that had been isolated for a good period of time. And that person is not altogether there in the head. There is a lot of problems, and it takes that character a long while to come back around. So they did that right. Anywhere else I've seen anything like this, uh, any movie that you watch where, you know, the guy's in prison and they're locked away in isolation for however long period of time, they come out, they're not altogether right in the head. They did it on a, a show that you and I have both watched. They did it on Prison Break. They put Michael in the uh, isolation. He came out for a couple of episodes. He wasn't all that right in the head. It took him a little while to get back and running and that's a television show that was on 20 something 20 years ago at this point so it's not a stranger that when you have a character 
that is isolated for a long period of time, the next thing to do is, well, we have to give this character time to come out of that shell, to break out of that psychological torment or whatever. It makes for better television and it's relatable because it's real. Here, they don't do any of that. They just have this Angela character. She sees her daughter tattoo, and next thing you know, she's marveling at the sunrise. You know what's, you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen is this. <clears throat> There's another character in the DC universe that had a oh, similar thing happen to him. Here we go. He was treasured for years on an island by himself. In the Arrowverse, it took him three, four, five seasons, seasons for him to stop referring back to what happened because he was having moments of things that were triggering him. Mm-hmm. I can see it now. They'll introduce they'll they'll introduce the green arrow into here and, and he's going to meet Angela and she's going to go, huh, you're a superhero and you're still dealing with this. Huh, I'm a regular woman. I'm a regular person. And I snapped out of it in moments. What yeah. was your problem? <laughs> That's the out of power. all that was wrong, out of that, all that was wrong with Arrow, there was a bunch wrong there's a with Arrow. Lot, there was a lot wrong with that show. I checked out when it became a soap opera. When they did the yeah. love triangle, I was done. I was like, I can't I, watch I this watched, anymore. I, this I is... watched all eight seasons. Flash is still going on, and I can't. They're on season nine. I can't. Wow. But Green Arrow, they did this. They did this in Smallville twenty years ago with Clark Kent. And Lex Luthor got trained on an island for three months. Three months. And it took him eight epi- six episodes for him to snap back out of where he was at. This, take this lady, moments. A good night's sleep. Yeah. A good night's sleep. And she's yeah. fine. And she's fine. And she's she can, fine. She can have conversation. She, can, she, can, she has no social awkwardness with anybody. What? And here's this the, lady should be all she should be a she should be a, a mess. She should Left be an, right. she should be a psychological mess. Here's the and here's the the worst part about it. If it meant something for Raven, Rachel's character, I would kind of buy it. But so far, they did it just to do it. There's no reason why it had to be done this I, at least i don't see one i do not see a reason yet why it had to be done this way i i don't it, it, what would make sense is if rachel if they showed rachel touch her that would have been perfect because something, like something like that something like that happens that, at the end shit. of this episode we right. see that it could have you could have done the same thing with Angela. Yep. So I don't understand why they just she should be she should be sharing a cell with Jim Carrey who thinks he's still Batman. <laughs> you, you, you know, that's where she should be right now. She needs to be sharing a cell or or at least in a hospital bed somewhere. Like getting properly hydrated medication food like real food because you know she she should also be like malnutrished as well too she should be thin like extremely thin she has a she, line she has a line where she praises the pancakes 
pancakes weren't like this where where I just was. So you know, hats off to the chef. She even she does she does a little bit, but it's it's so you know no <laughs> no no and it's not and the thing is i just it's not just her and it's not just the fact that you know dick and Corey had a good night it's the fact that that dick grayson is lucid forget everything else forget that He's he awake. took out 12 guards forget that he performed for Corey. forget all that he wakes up in this bed and he is just lucid he is he is so sober it's to the point where I do not buy it. I don't care how much training you got from Batman. There's no way you're survive. Not well, he's you survive. I love it. Like he's sitting up in the bed. And yes. she's laying there, and she's more groggy than she's he is. She's more out of it than he is. She's having a really hard time. She goes through this entire episode talking about how she can't get over what happened to her in the asylum. She, I'm sorry. I did not see you get pumped with a whole bunch of drugs that were going to chemically incapacitate you. All they did was cut your stomach a little bit and you healed. And and they shoved a tube down your throat. Fine. You want to have, you know, a thing. You shouldn't. Dick has no problem getting over the drugs. And Angela has no problem getting over five years of isolation. Corey, what is wrong with you? Way to it's just you, you know way to make one of your one of your heroes the heroine way to make her look weaker than a human. I just okay, okay. That's what I have to say about that. Now, if there is a logical explanation for why the decision was made to snap Angela out of it right away. I am I I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see the explanation if it ever comes. But as of right now, this this arc of of both Angela and Dick Grayson, I'm not buying. I'm not buying any of it at all. I have a really I just I have a really big problem with that. Yep. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't under, and especially and especially in a show where one of the central themes is ridiculous miracle drugs that they're just throwing out there with Hawk or Hank or whatever his name is Hawk and 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 the drugs that he's on both to come up and to come down everything that's going on with the nuclear family that we saw earlier on and the whole MK Ultra thing and now they're superhuman and now all of a sudden and then we got the, the mad scientist who's performing experiments with a whole bunch of drugs and needles and now all of a sudden we can hear and Dick Grayson is just like immune to whatever he got shot up with for whatever reason or it doesn't affect him as long as it should I don't I don't know what exactly they're trying to do with that what are you trying to tell me here it doesn't make a whole lot of sense i really don't know what i'm watching anymore but that that is what it is i maintain i am still enjoying the show through and through i agree with you last week's episode that we watched i thought was fantastic it's my favorite episode of the season for what this episode is it does the job and it builds to a very dramatic and satisfying end and i like that this section though this this asylum storyline that they did like smack dab in the middle of this thing, woof, giant woof, and it just bleeds over into what this episode is, and wow. So to it. your point though, the ending, I I love the ending. Yes, there, there's 
I, I do have one issue with it. Okay. Um, we'll get we'll get to it when we get there. But right. Um, for for sake of your health, why yeah. don't we get into the actual? Yeah, we're gonna episode. get into it. We're gonna get into it right now. So the episode begins with uh, Dick Grayson, and he's a kid. I'm gonna guess he's probably 13 or 14 years old. And he goes into this room, and a friend of his is there that we later learn is Donna, and she is there because she is Diana's sidekick, Wonder Woman. So we have Robin, and we have Wonder Woman sidekick, Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. I don't know anything about Wonder Girl. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Wonder Girl. Neither did I. Had no idea. But sure, we can go along with that. Um, they're doing a whole bunch of talking. The Joker gets mentioned. Okay, so he does. the Joker gets mentioned. We, we get a name drop there. Uh, the Joker, I guess, killed a whole bunch of people because that's what the Joker does. Batman didn't want him to go along for that one, but him is Robin Snucker anyway. So the thing happens pretty quickly. So Dick Grayson gets adopted. And doesn't seem like a whole lot of time has passed. And all of a sudden we get here and he's still around the same age. And he is Robin. That's a lot. That's a lot to throw on a kid. By mm -hmm. the way, I'm Batman. Here's this suit. Come fight crime with me. <laughs> okay. My parents just died. This rich guy adopted me. I don't want to be here. I'm having a really hard time. I'm stealing your cars. I'm getting into trouble. How are you going to fix everything? I'm Batman. Come come fight crime with me. Well, you didn't know that Batman has been the answer for everything and every solution in this yes, TV show? Yes, it has so been. Yes, it has been. It absolutely has been. <laughs> run, into a, run into an obstacle. What's the answer? Batman. I have Batman's money, I have Batman's toys, I have Batman's cars, I have Batman's tech, I can do all of this. He got tapped for the role of Robin really, really young. Really, really yep. young. Anyways, so, they end the conversation with, you know what, everything's going to be great because sidekicks need to stand together. Okay. Okay. Why are you always right? Well, I'm prettier, I'm older, I'm smarter. Sure. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's the answer. I buy it. What? Why? 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 Did, if they're gonna if they're gonna do this now, like another possible relationship. Yep. Sure. I, okay. Unless, so unless you're not allowed to, because she's. No, I don't know. I don't think they're I've gonna never do heard that. Of Wonder Girl. I don't think they're gonna do that here. They like. Oh, I do. I don't. I, I do. I really don't. They were like childhood friends. It's weird. It's weird with a child. Oh. I will say that it's weird with a really? childhood. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, Bruce and Rachel. Bruce and Rachel throughout the entirety of the whole Batman trilogy. That's not well. Child childhood friend <sighs> all the way up. I guess so. I think it's they weird. didn't do anything. I they think didn't do weird. anything. Like there's a but he was going after it. Of course, but they, they, they never it never amounted to anything. That's my point. And it's I first of all, I don't think Bruce Wayne needs to be like the measuring stick. That guy he's so damaged that 
he's not the norm for normal people i think it's weird like there's a girl i grew up with we are not related i grew up with this person they're like my sister i could i would never that i could never look at her like that she's my friend that's it i've never looked at her any other way that's why I i think it's weird so i don't think they're gonna do that here plus it seems like they're more friends than anything else it doesn't it that there there isn't any kind of tension there between the two of them at least not the same kind of tension that's between him and Corey. like there's well, there's a know, lot of if i had a choice if i had a choice between her or Corey, i'm picking Corey. i don't care really oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah the eyes the hair the fire i yes absolutely i think for me well, yeah. If you just if you know that she has all the the, the powers, but absolutely. without the powers, even without the powers, the eyes, the hair, absolutely. That's the, wild. The, the, the lipstick, the lipstick oh, is crazy. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I <laughs> listen. I I like I, I like Donna better. <laughs> you know what? To each their own. No, j- listen. I have a lot of problems, okay? So we'll just leave it at that. We'll no, just, no, 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 no. We'll just leave not, it at that. No. Anyways, no problem at all. So it's, it's, we cut to present day. I feel like I missed a lot because they jump in. Okay. Raven is in the kitchen. She's cooking breakfast, right? Beast Boy, car, he comes over. He, I'll get the coffee ready. And then Beast Boy's like, so, Dick and Corey. And they both know about the, it feels like this feels like that relationship has been going on for a while. And I'm just like, did I miss something? Cause as far as I know, they only got together the one time and now here we are. And they got together for a second time. But the way these two are talking in this kitchen, cooking breakfast and making coffee makes it sound and look like this has been going on for a while. So that's why I'm asking, did I miss something? And I and, I, and how, I asked and I asked that. How, go ahead. This is how season two of Andor is going to open up. You watch. <laughs> I'm going to owe you money. You're going to see. You're going to see Mama's boy doing dishes or, or, or cooking something, and Mom's going to come out and be like, "So, you know, how long has this been on?" And he's going to be like, "You know, two years. That's yeah. how long it's been between seasons." <laughs> and. <laughs> if that happens, if that happens, I'm telling you right now, like done. <laughs> but any any ability of trying to figure out what could potentially happen in any TV show, I'm just giving up. So <laughs> it's, theory, screw it's, it. It's so weird. It's so weird it the way that they just jump. Right, they're just they just jump headfirst into this whole relationship thing that. Kind of saw, but it just it happened really fast. It just feels like they skipped over a ton of information here. And to your point, unless there was things going, unless unless there was things going on at the Bruce safe house that we just weren't shown. Possibly, it's it's very possible that that's the case. And I also had the thing where it's like, and I didn't think about it last episode when they were making their escape. Because in in the show's defense, um, Angela really doesn't have a whole lot of speaking parts 
uh, after they make their their escape. But here she she does, and she seems really lucid. That's why I was like, how much time went by? Because she seems really normal. But then when you brought up the thing, yeah, it makes perfect sense. That just makes it even more jarring. I feel like a bunch of a bunch of stuff was just ripped out of this, like in the middle here, and I'm just like they're just plopping me in the middle of the storyline. And I have no idea what's going on. Either I have either one of two things. Either I have no idea what's going on or it's just, you know, the medication that I'm on right now is making me really foggy. And I'm hoping that it's the latter. Um, It's not the latter. Great. Perfect. Anyways. (laughs) So. Angela wakes up. She sits down. She wants to enjoy the sunrise. They have a moment where Angela actually has to ask, is it okay if I put my arm around you? They hug. Gar gets close to them because he's invited over. Things are really awkward. And Gar just kind of says, you know what? I'm going to stand. Um, okay. Hey, why does Gar have more social issues than Angela? I have no idea. I have no idea. See, there are things that are affecting Gar because of the asylum. I understand that. He's grippling with the fact that he killed somebody. Perfect. He was there for less than a day. He, Yes, he was there for less than a day, but he's still having problems because he killed somebody. In the next Understandable. Scene, in the next scene, we have Corey, who has kind of a flashback that I'm going to talk about in a second, but we find out she's having a whole lot of problems, even though she was there for less than a day. Angela was yep. there for five years. No issues. Zero. Better social skills than Gar. How? idea i'm done talking about it i'm done talking about it i'm moving on anyways like i said corey's flashbacks are pretty okay they're pretty crazy you don't know what she's flashing back to i have a theory this is what i was talking about i think i know what the flashback is mother ship a ship that's 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 exactly that's what it looks like if there's if there's a ship around here that is invisible because it's cloaked. I'm t- let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> I I would or, buy it. Well, not not invisible. Not invisible. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that. Excuse me, because we get. We'll get to it later. But we later on get to a point where it's like mission objective or whatever like that and we're having these flashbacks of her with this massive terminal in front of her and she looks like she's sitting in a position where she's piloting something i do not think she's from this world i fully believe she is an alien whatever from wherever that's coming to to do something that we'll talk about later on I, I, a cloak over a ship to make it invisible. No, I don't think that, but I do think she is from another planet. It would make, it it would make all the sense in the world if she was. Her eyes are turning purple and green and every other color and she's shooting fire out of her hands. This is not something that ordinary people are able to do. Even when you get to people who are on earth, who have like special abilities, none of them are from earth in DC. None of them are from Earth. They're all from different places. Yep. So that's that's what I think. That's my thing. 
I kind of hinted it last episode. I'm I'm gonna I'm going off full full blown full blown on it now. She's piloting a ship, and I agree. That's what happened. That's what I think is going on. Anyways, she starts talking about how this whole not knowing yourself thing is getting really old. Well, Dick's bags they're already packed. And the both of them talk about it for a couple of minutes, and they just come to the conclusion that, you know what? Once we both figure out who we are, we'll try this again sometimes. Dick is very cool, calm, and collective about the whole thing. This does not strike me as the kind of person that cares about other people. This does not strike me as the kind of person that's having any kind of side effects for the drugs that he was just on. This just strikes me as the kind of person that just, he wants to do whatever he wants to do, and that's it. I, yep. Wow. It's, I agree. It's kind of <laughs> cold when you think about it. Like it's kind, it's rough. The way that he just says, "Yeah, we're we're done now. Bye." The way that he just smooths everything over like that—that's rough. That's hard. And they and, and and he slept with her that night. Oh yeah. Like, drugs, drugs in his system, it, drugs in his system at all, and he, you know, no problems, none. And now he's just nope. he's he's ready to move on. But you know what? The moving on part, I understand because it's probably something that Bruce taught him to be a playboy, to be kind of a womanizer, to to have that negative part of, you know, his personality. I I buy that. The whole being able to do all this while he's on drugs, I don't buy at all. I have a big problem with. But the fact that the the, the way that he's so easily ready to move on, I buy 100% because this would be the same way. I buy that. I'm okay with that. And they've alluded to that this entire time, like even with his partners when he was a, when he, when, you know, a week ago when he was a detective, now he's not. Um, we have to realize that he was a detective at the beginning of all of this. And, he, and he's not a detective anymore. No. That's a good question. That's a good he question. His, he doesn't need his job because what he, happened he, to his oh, job? That's a very good question. We don't know. Is he on vacation? But, <laughs> well, we don't. We don't know. We don't well, know. Last we know. He was. He was. He was. He was looking. He was on. The excuse could be he is going after a case. Fine. Call it in every once in a while, but. <clears throat> so he has do his job. All he has to do is call Alfred, which we've seen him do, and, and just ask for some money. So, so as much as Batman has replaced Robin, <laughs> Bruce hasn't replaced Dick Grayson. No. No. I, I just, it's an interesting point about his job as a detective. It, and he's not even like in the state, well outside his jur- jurisdiction, not, not, not in his region at all, just gone. I can't imagine that, hey, you know, check into the office or with somebody every once in a while. Let 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 everybody know what. No, he's just gone. Gone. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Cool. Anyways, I do like his line here when he's talking to Corey. He says, "Robin doesn't work anymore, but not being Robin doesn't work either." And what I have to do, I'm not gonna find here with this crew right now. So I have to go off and I have to figure out who I am. Fine. I'm fine with that. 100% I'm fine with that. You know what? And later on, he actually has a really good reason. Like, listen, the people who are after you, they're not coming after you anymore. That whole thing is settled. You're going to be safe with Corey. You're going to be safe with your mother and Gar. 
I got to go figure some things out for myself. I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. They all sit down and they all have breakfast. And mommy, Angela, just happens to remember that she has a house in Iowa. Um, And what can happen to a house in five years? So... Back taxes. Guessing at some point of not paying your taxes or whatever. Eventually. Repo. Eventually, the bank is just going to come and listen. They're not here. Back taxes. We're taking your property. It's ours. Five years. Five years. No. No. <laughs> There's no way that house is still in her name. I'm just gonna nope. put I'm just gonna put that out there right now. I got a problem with that. Anyway, Nor would the key still work? No, probably no. They're changing the lot. The house has probably been sold and a new family is living there. Uh, come on. Come on. Let's be a little bit let's let, I know we're not in any kind of realism anymore. The whole get up and move around during the whole drug thing completely thrown realism out the window right now. So if, if, you know, how still there after five years of you not paying taxes? Sure, I'll swallow it. I'll take it for what it is. Anyway, she invites everybody back there. Everybody can come to her house in Iowa and stay for as long as they want to. And Gar gets really excited and said that could be like a secret base. Like he's so, he's on board for this 100%. And well, he's too bad. out the whole time about huh? everything. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh he's yeah. He's out about everything. Oh yeah. Too bad Dick is leaving. He says his goodbyes, and Raven runs over and gives him a giant hug, and their separate ways they go. And then we see Dick arriving at what we come to find out is Donna's apartment. I love how Donna just takes his bag off of his shoulder and throws it into her apartment, then shuts the door and says, come with me, let's go. Like, they're, they're immediately off. Like, there's no sit right. down. Hey, how you doing? It's been a long time. How Like, none of that. It's just, nope. Okay, bag in the apartment, shutting the door. Come on, let's go. You're coming with me. Because she has an art showing that she has to be at, and they both leave. Tells her that he uh, quit being Robin because he couldn't deal with the violence. Okay. I, okay. I hate this next part. Last episode, the way that they did the fire in the building looked awesome. It looked awesome. Mm-hmm. When they're walking down the street here, going to her art show, she jumps over a truck. It looks totally CG. Totally it CG. It looks bad. It's not even like, it doesn't even look like a human that jumps. It looks like a, a black blob because she's wearing black. So it just looks like something that flips yep. it looks yep. so weird i didn't understand that at all i i i rewound it like four or five times i'm like what was that it looks so weird and even when dick did it you could tell it was cg it looked a little bit better but not by much they didn't need to do this this was unnecessary well, dick, just, dick just climbed up yeah but they they sped it up to make it look like he was doing it really fast because he's a superhero right it was really weird I don't they didn't need to do anything like that. That kind of took me out of it, but it is it is whatever. And we get a name drop where she says, Hey, yeah, I've missed you, boy wonder. And he goes, That's my favorite one. Boy wonder. 
Yep. Robin's name for the longest time. Taking them along. They're going to an art show. Now we are on a train and Corey has another flashback to being inside of, I'm going to call it a ship until I find out something different. That's what I'm going to call it. There's a man at the bar who's checking her out and she immediately becomes suspicious. And that's where we end things for now. We got back to the art show where, okay, so Donna wants him to mix and mingle with people and just be a regular person and have a drink, have two, go talk to people, be around regular people, blah, 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 the oh, whole night, right? Tries. He, oh, he, he tries. He has this conversation about photography <laughs> and completely, completely just like one sides the conversation and loses this other guy. Does not like, let yeah. this other guy get a sentence out nothing he um, goes in he goes into this whole thing about yeah i've known her since we were kids i was there when she bought her first camera and then talks a whole bunch of geek talk about cameras and everything and this guy's just like oh really and then he goes even further on about how you you know i prefer analog over digital but hey a pixel's a pixel right and then like the dude's friends call him over and you could see him mouth thank you as he's walking away from Dick, it was hilarious. And Dick has no idea that he's being socially awkward at all. He just continues to roll with everything. It's fantastic. I thought it so, was really so, so Dick. So Dick, who's been around people forever, is socially awkward. Gar, who's been around people forever, and these guys were both locked up in this asylum for a day. A day. Are both socially awkward. Yep. Angela, who has not been around people minimum for the last five years, perfectly okay. Yep. She can read the room like no one's business. Yep. She's yep. okay. Yo, yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna harp on this for quite oh, a while. Oh, absolutely. I. I don't blame you. In fact, I'm gonna harp on it right now because when we go back to the train, we get this amazing bonding moment between Rachel and Angela, and it's filled with emotion and the music and the tears and everything else that goes along with it. Where I refuse to let the nurses take you from me when you were born, and I was crying and the whole thing. And and you always looked like you had something you wanted to tell me when you looked up at me with those serious eyes, kind of like what you're doing right now. And oh, that woman Melissa, she was a really good friend of mine. I made her promise to take care of you and promise and never tell you have, about me. You should and, have little to no memory of any of this. Any of this. <laughs> any of this i made her promise that you she would never tell you about me i made her promise that you were going to be taken away and she was going to disappear to never be found and your dad yeah your dad was really charismatic and he had a lot of really crazy wacky followers and that's who all those people were that we killed back there and they're all gone and your father is gone and blah 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 and it's emotional and the tears and everything else none of this conversation should be happening right now she should be out to lunch she should have no recollection of any of this at all you've been drugged up and your daughter's been missing from your life for 15 16 years however old she is and you were locked away for five years you should be done you you're 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 mental your, 
your mental capacity to have this conversation should be non-existent. You shouldn't be crying. You and your daughter shouldn't be having this bonding experience right now on this train. You should have no recollection of any of this whatsoever. Melissa, who's Melissa? I don't know who you're talking. That's what this conversation should be. The conversation, I have no idea who you are. I have no idea who Melissa is. I'm trying to like bounce back from this. I'm getting glimpses. I don't know. There should be a big problem here. Like Angela should be the big problem, but no, they're allowed Angela to have be in a hospital. Sure. Sure. Fine. You want to put her in a hospital? We can put her in a hospital. Fine. It should be an issue. It should be a massive issue, but no, it's not. It is not. She is coherent. She is lucid. Her memory is immaculate. Like, no. No. Yep. I'm 100% with you on this one because this... No, she's... Now, if if she's in the hospital and, and Rachel wants to stop in every once in a while and, and have conversation that doesn't really go anywhere, uh-huh. I'm fine with that. Fine. Okay with that. Fine. And then you, you see her pop in and out every once in a while, you know, because Rachel's around. I get it. She's perfect, though. She's perfectly okay. Perfect. Perfect. Perfectly okay. Here's what I, here's what I, here's what I'm going to gather is your average person is going to watch a TV show like this and they're just not going to care. Probably not. They're not even going to think about it. Probably not. I think about it because I think about these kind of things because I'm geeky like that. You know what? Oh, me too. I just remember, I just realized, you know what did this really well? Did you watch, do you watch Stranger Things? No. Really good show. I highly recommend it. They did something like this there where the main female character goes off to find her mother. Guess what? Her mother was institutionalized and zapped out of her mind. When the character, when they find each other finally, guess what? Her mother, no help. <laughs> no help. Catatonic, gone. Which is exactly what should have been happening. It fit. Yep. You're, you're, you're going to find your mother you are getting little to no help at all. Maybe a couple of things here and there because she's, but for the most part, she's brain dead. It's, it's done. There's no, there's nobody's home up here. It should be similar here with a woman who has been institutionalized and kept in that room for five years and they're pumping her full of whatever, blah, blah, blah. None. I, yeah, it really, it really bugs. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Rachel does ask, the things that I can do, where do they come from? And Angela's like, well, that came from your father, and he's gone. He's 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 long gone. He can't hurt you. Don't worry about it. You know, all of his followers, you know, Messiah, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about any of it. Yes, we're good. And Unless you open up said portal. Well, we'll get there. Or will we? I don't know. Uh, we'll get there. We'll I have don't know. to. Because I hope so. They're gonna they're, because they're gonna have to all come together to fight him at the end. They so. better do something with this portal. Something better happen. Otherwise, yeeks. Gar, he he's still really freaking out that he ki- that he killed somebody. He's having a really hard time with that. And uh, he also admits that he didn't hate doing it. 
and Corey tells him to not be ashamed for defending yourself, the whole thing. He even goes into this whole thing about how, well, I have control, but it's like I'm controlling it a little bit, or I'm piloting it a little bit, but the tiger also has control too. So it's like, okay, great. So that's, that's perfect. Let it, let it have control. I'm good with that. They immediately drop this entire conversation about how he's struggling with the fact that he killed somebody and they pivot to talking about Gar and Rachel and how Corey thinks, wow, you guys really want to make out, huh? Like it gets super uncomfortable for a minute and she just kind of laughs it off and he asks, can I take that shot? And he chugs that down and yeah, great. That's it. Great. The guy's still checking out Corey. We also get to a whole nother scene where she looks over to where he was and he's gone. She's rightfully suspicious. She gets up, tracks him down, grabs him, throws him up against a wall on this train and says, who are you? Why are you following me? Are you from the asylum? She's full on paranoid right now, which she should be. And he's just like, no, I was looking at you because I thought you were hot. She believes him, lets him down while she's hanging him up by his neck, lets him down and off he goes. And then she runs back into the, she runs back into the, uh, into the car and sits back down with Gar. Yeah. Yeah. And then he makes a phone call. He makes a phone call. He's like FBI. Yeah. He makes the phone call. We'll, we'll, we get into that whole thing later. Anyways, Dick, as you were talking about before, he's walking around the photograph, the parlor, and he's looking at all the pictures that she took and everything else. And this guy comes out of nowhere and they're having words and they do the whole thing where he's completely socially awkward. He does not let this guy say a whole bunch. It freaks him out. He can't wait to get away with him. And 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 away he and away he goes to be with his friends. And now Dick is just by himself all over again. Great. And I love this. I love this. Donna gets a phone call from somebody. Oh yeah. We don't we 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 find out who it is, but Yep. The end, but she gets a phone call. Yep. And she's like, I want you to, I'm going to be gone for about an hour. I want you to stay here. Sure. That'll work. That never works. Ever. Why? 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 I love it. Great. She thinks he's actually going to listen. Okay. Okay. She, like she said, she'll be back and, uh, in less than an hour. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, you said it. Yeah, unknown number, and she leaves and blah 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 blah, and that's the so yeah. Then, I mean, so the then you see her sense. outside, and she's get, she's getting into the car, and they put a sack over. They her put head, a sack over her, over her head. head. Come to find out that uh, Dick is watching the whole thing, and he decides to follow them. Yep. Good. 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 Uh. Anyways, back on the train, you hear the captain well, the conductor of the train make an announcement that there's an obstacle in the way and we're going to have it moved and we'll be, you know, back on our way in no time. And again, Corey's thinking that she's just being paranoid. She's not something's up. She needs to do something anyways. Like I was saying, Donna whisked away blindfold, the whole thing. Okay. When they get to where they have to be, where Donna gets to where they have to be, I'm thinking, Oh, this is going to be some kind of drug deal because it's always a drug deal, right? It's either going to be drugs or it's going to be weapons. I wasn't expecting animal skins. I was not. Nope, I didn't see this one coming at all. Now, I will say this. 
I'm an animal lover. I understand hunting for sport. When you're out, you're hunting food, whatever. I get all that. I have no problem there. But when it's like this, when they're like obvious poachers, I could care less what happens to them. Kill them for all I care. I, I, I don't care. Especially when they're doing it like this and it's illegal. And then they open up the thing next to it and there's a bear that they have chained up that they actually say, well, we're going to sedate it and then let it out and then it's going to be hunted. Like, that's not a hunt. That's just needlessly killing something. And right. the, I, that, that kind of thing puts a bad taste in my mouth. Anyways... She's there and she's taking pictures of all these skin rugs and everything that's clearly like a crime for them to have. She takes pictures of the bear. It's a whole thing. And guess what? Dick comes out of nowhere and saves the day or he thinks he's saving the day. He's not. Donna is obviously upset about this. She's like, my pictures would have been able to put this operation away forever. This is just one group of a dozen that are out there that I'm trying to get off the streets. What's wrong with you? Why didn't you listen? And then she covers up the situation by just laying down next to one of the unconscious guys that Dick decided to knock out. Take a picture of me laying here. Make it look good. Blah, 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 blah. Good. 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 Anyways. She knocks him Okay. They're back at his apart they're back at her apartment. And this is where things start to get a little bit more interesting. They're back at they're back at the apartment and she's trying to get the photos that Dick took of her laying next to the guy to make it look good for whatever employer that she wants to send it off to. And she comes across the engravings or the carvings and the writing that he took the picture of from Corey's storage container and she's kind of able to translate them which is really cool i'm glad that they brought that back around they like yeah. like it and it made it make somewhat sense like we were getting an answer to something that happened episodes ago from back when like they first met i'm talking like this must have been like episode two where they introduced the idea of all these hieroglyphics that they're looking at and we finally get to a place where we can you know decode them i just I hate the way that they got here. So he had to leave the group, find a woman, save her, not save her, or 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 mess her her deal up with the with the poachers, only to be back at the apartment and she just happens to stumble across a picture and she can translate whatever this says. Sure. Okay. I buy it. Yeah, a superhero movie. I yeah, me it, too. But... Me too. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like it, but I buy it. Go ahead. I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. To be to be honest with you, I like it. I don't. Fl- they went all the way around the world to get to this point. Right. It, I think it could have been done a little bit cleaner. That's all I'm saying. Um, the one thing I do like, I I skip this over. Um. They're talking about, you know, being sidekicks. She says, Wonder Woman filled the void that I had in my heart from that fire with a whole lot of love. Bruce filled the void in you with violence. And in the end, all Robin was was an echo chamber for Bruce's pain. I really like that. I think that's a really good way to put uh, put a lot of that and put Bruce into perspective. Because if you zoom out, if you really do zoom out, Bruce is a troubled, troubled guy. Like, he got a lot of problems. You're dressing up like a bat. You're going out to, like, beat up bad guys. You have issues, my friend. 
Anyways. Yep. Like I said, this entire se- this entire conversation back and forth about Bruce and filling it full of pain, this would have been another really good point where they could have inserted some hint to him turning into Nightwing. Like it should have been here or it should have been back at the asylum during his his um his hallucinations, but they don't I'm hoping they pick a really a better moment to do that, but the, for me it could have been either one of those. Okay. We get back to the train. There are other problems going on. The train comes to a stop. Corey finally freaks out about the whole thing. She gets to Rachel, and Rachel's mom says, you guys get to get off the train. Gar, get him off the train. And she just starts running, and eventually she runs into a bunch of feds. And the feds tell her to get down on the ground. She ain't having any of it. And she just she just uses her powers, and the, the, the train goes kaboom. A good section of the train goes up in flames. It was fantastic looking. Yep. Like everything about this fire on the train, the way it like just went down the corridor and came out the windows and everything was phenomenal. I loved it. I, better I, than it, the convent. Way better than the convent. Way better than the convent. I really enjoyed what we saw here. Anyways, we find out later on that the car... Okay, the train is surrounded by a whole bunch of cops. I do kind of wish it showed like how they all got away because everybody was just kind of allowed to walk off. And especially Corey who's just allowed to walk off. She has giant purple hair. I can't imagine no one saw a giant black woman with purple hair just walk by. Like, that. that's her. Like In a, in a, in a 70s disco outfit. In a 70s disco outfit. There she goes. And with, there's a really dark-skinned woman with purple hair and leopard print <laughs> coat. Looking like she belongs in Studio 54. She's right there. No, yep. she just walks away. She ends up on the road and she gets picked up later on. I love how they steal the truck. I love the guard turns into the tiger and just scares this guy away. And that they just take the work truck and take off. I think that was really, really cool. We get to the house. We get to the house where in Ohio, Rachel's mom owns the house. I am not going to go into detail about that. Whatever. It's a superhero show. I don't care. Raven basically breaks it down and says, listen, I help this guy heal. Maybe I can help you heal too. We're going full on, full on Xavier Jean Grey with what we're about to do here. That That's pretty much, pretty much what they're going for with this scene. Dick and Donna are racing down the street in the truck. They're going to these, this house. They're on their way there. They're on their way to Rachel because they translated the writings and mission statement and the writings either say take control of or take care of. I think she's here to kill Rachel. You go into the whole thing. We are back inside the house. And Raven is doing the thing with Corey and trying to get in there and she has another flashback of being in front of this terminal with all the stuff on it and she comes back too her eyes go green she lunges out and begins to strangle Rachel roll credits love the way it ended love 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 the way it ended love the way it ended so much that I was waiting for us to talk about it because I am immediately going to go and watch the other episode (laughs) 
I don't like one part about this whole thing. Okay. So typically when you have somebody who has amnesia, right? <laughs> and two years go by, six months go by, whatever. They, they become this person over the course of the last six months, two years, whatever. <clears throat> All her time as Corey these last however long, none of it matters. She snaps back to her old self before she became the Corey we know now. So it's almost like now the memory of what's been happening the last months or whatever never happened for her. A lot of people, a lot of characters or writers will do this for characters where they have both sets of memories and now there's a fight, which they might still do. However, for her to immediately respond the way she responds, I was like, ugh, I like it. But does, 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 does what happened yesterday not matter to you? Does what happened at the asylum not matter to you? Does any of that come into play? Or is it you just, you remember and, and, and that's all that matters. So that's the only part where I was like, I hope they answer that. <clears throat> There's going to be that, that dichotomy because sooner or later, Starfire becomes part of the team. Mm -hmm. I hear where you're coming from. I like it. If they don't answer that question, then I won't like it. If they answer that question, I'll be fine with it. Because it just, it, it could, the next episode, she could snap to and go, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And put her down. Because you know that episode uh, nine is going to pick up right exactly where they left off. More than likely, it's gonna, yes. It's going to have to. Yeah. So if they, if they, giant cliffhanger, if they don't answer that, if they allow her to just be the starfire she was prior to this and none of this time frame matters, I won't like it. If she has to go through the fight, if they do with her what they did with Angela, I'm not going to like it. I agree. I. If the dichotomy is there and she has the inner struggle of this is who I was, and I know that, but I know who Rachel is now. I know who I can be. I know the potential I have, and I have to fight both. That needs to happen for her to become the good guy. I think I like it a little bit more than you then. Because I, okay, hot take. I really like what they did with Phoenix and X-Men 3. At the very end? The, the whole way through. I love okay. I, I love I love that it was a constant struggle back and forth between Jean Grey and the Phoenix. I like the split That's what I'm talking about. I like the split personality thing that that goes on with that character. And That's what I'm talking about. If they, if they don't do that here, yeah, then it'll be a big mess. They need to do that here because she has this time frame. She didn't just forget the last six months or a year. It's still in her present memory. Right. So there has to be this fight that goes on. Yeah. It's like the whole it's like the whole Jason Bourne thing. 
if he ever remembers who he was, it doesn't change who he is today. And that, you know what I mean? What's that? Oh, I wish Lee was here because he would know that. What's that movie where Harrison Ford wakes up from a coma and he can't remember anything before? And he realizes that, like, before he fell into a coma, he was just a he was just a jerk of a person. And after he wakes up, he's like an amazing husband. He's like like before and after. There's like a, there's like a, totally different people. Oh my god, that's give me it, two seconds. Hold on, it, it, I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. In the end, in the end, it really doesn't matter. I like I like the story that they that that can be told with a character like this. I love the way they did it in X-Men 3. I love the way that they did it with the Phoenix. I love that the Phoenix has the split personality type thing going on where it's a constant struggle. I think I would like that here, depending on how they do it. I agree with you that if they do the same thing that they kind of doing with Angela right now, that it's just snap of the fingers and she's fine. I'm not going to like that all that much. I, I do kind of want this constant struggle. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if you can do the the constant struggle thing because uh, it's uh, that would get I think that would get a little messy I think that would get a little messy if you're gonna like jump back and forth between like you know the whole split personality thing I think that would get kind of eh, wonky it needs to though for her to come out on the side of good I guess I guess so I guess so. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see, but I'm definitely intrigued. I want. I'm so dying. I'm dying to know what happens next. Next with the storyline, because the way that the way that it ended was perfect. Just everything about it. How she's 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 tapping into her brain. She's opening her back up. She's healing whatever happened. Then all of a sudden, just sh- her eyes go straight up green, and she just begins to choke Rachel out. I'm. I mean, that could. It's. It's intriguing. I like it. I'm I like you. it a I'm lot. I'm with you. I like it a lot too. If they just if they just don't answer that question, because if they just make it, if they just erase what's happened this entire season, mm-hmm. that I, that I won't like. I agree. So, I agree. But that's that's just me. Okay. That so. being said, <laughs> I'm done, and I need to yeah. lay down. So I hear you. Well, man, I hope you feel better. All right. I hope, you know, everything clears up. I'll be fine. Um, but with that being said, I'm with you. It's late. So have a good night, everybody. And tune in next time. Talk to you later. Have a good one, everybody.